Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. You are listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction, Blog Talk Radio Show, founded to increase the national awareness of black women in the construction industry. NABWIC is the charge and takes the charge for black women to advocate for further opportunities to its members. Our mission as a core foundation is to strengthen the building blocks of new educational, entrepreneurial, professional, and social network connections. The vision of NABWIC is to build long-lasting strategic partnerships with first-rate organizations and individuals that will provide groundbreaking and innovative solutions for black women in construction and their respective communities. We invite you to call or text or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Well, good morning, NABWIC world. We want to welcome you to another episode of NABWIC Talks. This is the place where you can come and be inspired, uplifted, learn, grow, and develop. So we want to welcome you to another wonderful Wednesday and another opportunity to talk with an amazing entrepreneur and NABWIC member. But first, we've got some other folks in our studio that we want to introduce you to. You met them before, but we want to say hello to Ursula Odom, who is author and entrepreneur. She's always here running the back end of our show. We've got Mr. Gerald Barnes. We call him our consultant extraordinaire. And we have the master builder herself, Miss Ann McNeil. Good morning, Ann. How are you this morning? Jackie, Jackie, Jackie. Like I tell you and Jada and Ursula all the time, if I were any better, I would be all three of you. So I am doing well, well, well. And you want to know why? Because I'm breathing. (laughs) All right. Yes, yes, I am breathing, and because I am blessed with the breath of life, Jackie, I just have to give him praise. Yes, I did say it. Uh, Yes, I did. And with that voice, I want to remind everybody that our vision of this phenomenal organization is to continue to build lasting strategic partnerships with first-rate organizations and individuals like our special guest today that will provide groundbreaking and innovative solutions for black women in the construction industry and in our respective communities. But Jackie, I'm excited because we're getting ready for a phenomenal annual meeting. And I know you're going to talk about the details, but I just have to mention a couple. Do you mind? No, go ahead. (laughs) Listen, Jackie, the woman in the spotlight, which we heard from, I cannot continue. I cannot really, I can't can't give her enough props, Ms. Donna Berry. She's the director uh, of uh, delivery and chief engineer 
for Caltrans. I know we talked with her last week, but Jackie, mm-hmm. when you think about a black woman in this industry of transportation with 11,000 people under her responsibility, I mean, what it takes to do that. But when you think about the fact that we will have three sitting secretaries, I'm not going to go into the details. I'm just so excited. I want to just remind everybody, please go to our website at org and register. We're not talking about one or two or three or four or five billion. We're talking about billions of dollars. And when we talk about the fact that our mission, Jackie, was founded to increase the national awareness of black women and girls in the construction industry, but our charge is to continue to advocate for all of us in addition to our members, our partners, our sponsors, you know, the community at large, as we just continue, Jackie, to create these strategic environments that continue to support the educational, entrepreneurial, and professional social networks as we just continue to connect, Jackie, as we take these contacts and turn them into contracts as we continue to train this next generation of black women and girls and minorities also to just come into this industry. I I just cannot say enough about what we're doing and the value that we add, pennies on the dollar. I mean, I don't know where else you can get that. And we do want to give a special shout-out also to our Diamond sponsor for our annual meeting that is going to be hosted in Philadelphia on the 24th, 5th, and 6th of January, 2024. So if you're listening to this in the future, you can join us uh, every January as we host our annual meeting, all the details on our website. Jackie, you know I can go on and on, but today is a very special day, and we have a very special guest. I'm not going to get into her details. I, I know that's, that you're going to do that, but I'm excited to have Ms. Embry with us and then to find out that we had a previous connection, which is just continues to inspire me with the breath that God has blessed me with to just continue to share what we're doing as we continue to think and grow richer. That's another podcast for another day. But, Jackie, let's get this party started. Thank you. All right. Let's get this party started. And we are so excited to do just that because, as uh, Anne said, we've got some exciting things coming up. Uh, but also we have, as she said, a very inspiring guest today who's with us to provide us with some really valuable insights but I want to say good morning to Miss Jennifer Embry. Good morning, Jennifer. Good morning, Jackie. Good morning, Ann. Well, we are so happy that you are with us today. Uh, very elated, all of us in the studio. Uh, just can't wait to hear your amazing story, your amazing journey of entrepreneurship. Uh, before we do that, however, We're going to hear just a real uh, short commercial, and then we'll come back, and I'm going to give you a little bit of insight into who our guest is, and then we're just going to have a conversation. So we're just looking forward to uh, talking with everyone. We'll be right back after this very short commercial. Hi, my name is Sabrina Miller. I am the owner of MDI General Contracting in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I'm a new member of the National Association of Black Women in Construction, and I'm excited to celebrate women in the construction industry. I'm most proud about NABWIC's ability to have intertwined itself in the legislative process 
which affects all women and particularly black women in the construction industry. And I'm happy to be a part of that process and help to grow NABWIC's reach in the Pennsylvania area. My name is Sabrina Miller. Please join me in, in celebrating women in construction. Once again, thank you for joining us. We want to give you an opportunity to go grab your pens, go grab your pads, because we're sure you're going to want to write down some of these notes, take some notes, uh, jot down some nuggets that you're going to hear today. So as I said before, our special guest is Miss Jennifer Embry. Now, normally, I would just do a real brief introduction, and it's going to be brief, but uh, I just want you to really get an idea of who Miss Embry really is. I was so excited when I uh, read her her bio. She is a multifaceted individual. So first, tell you a little bit about her as an investor, entrepreneur, global training. She's been an entrepreneur for over 15 years, and she's the owner of New Rain, the Adora Group, and the Enrichment. So not only does she operate as a successful business owner, but she's also worked and cultivated world-renowned brands. In addition to her savvy business acumen, Jennifer is trained and certified facilitator through Dale Carnegie. I know you've heard of, of uh, that organization, that, that gentleman. Pearson View Magic and Jaguar Land Rover. She's also a licensed credit specialist. Then she's a consultant. So, again, in 2008, she founded and developed New Rain to offer expert product knowledge, training, and facilitation services to major companies. And she works exclusively with luxury brands, filling in any process gaps, nurturing staff education, etc. And then she's a producer, forever the entrepreneur. She created the Adora Group to fulfill the staffing, production, and event launch efforts of many of the luxury brands she consults with. And uh, last but not least, she's a coach. So in 2018, Jennifer, uh, she developed mentoring programs centered around women empowerment and financial literacy in the minority community. And that word I stumbled over was she's a giver. She gives to a lot of causes. So through her mentoring programs, again, centered around Women Empowerment, and Financial Literacy. So that was a brief overview about Jennifer, a little bit about who she is and what she does. But I'm going to have her tell you in her own words a little bit about her background and how she came to do what it is she does today. So, Jennifer, once again, welcome. And how about you do just that? Just tell us in your own words. Uh, about a little bit more about your background and and uh, how you came to do what you do today. Well, thank you, thank you so much for that enthusiastic introduction. Um, I appreciate that, Jackie. Um, so I started off in uh, my world. Uh, I started off in college as an independent contractor, and what I do was be a brand ambassador uh, down in Miami, Florida, for big brands who would come into town and have what would be called field marketing promotions, or back in the day we used to call it guerrilla marketing, 
um, where there's a campaign happening or a product launching and there's someone giving you samples or doing demonstration of certain technology. So I started off being an independent contractor in college, and the pay was excellent. And um, I was in college for business administration, and not only was the pay excellent, it wasn't monotonous. So every day I would do something different. It was very exciting. A lot of the brands were brands that we know and love, and so it was easy to be a representative for something that you already like. So um, after being a brand ambassador, I went on to uh, do marketing tours, and marketing tours are exactly that. Just like a musician would go on tour and go from city to city promoting their album, we would go from city to city promoting a brand, throwing big parties or just um, kind of winging, um, being on the sideline or being the wingman of major events as well. So I did the tour life, and after that, like I met my husband on tour, and I settled down and uh, started my own company. So that's when I began New Rain. And New Rain um, came from a need that uh, I saw in the marketplace. I wasn't happy with the service that I was getting. And once I had nailed and really understood my role as an independent contractor with the brands that I was working with, um, and I had the bandwidth, I, I started New Rain. And New Rain helps to fulfill that gap that I needed to take um, these events and these, uh, this marketing from level one to level two to level three because they, you know, supplemented. And um, really I was able to really kind of carve the brand the way I wanted it to go and have the staff have and retain the product knowledge that they needed to represent the brand properly. So. Um, that came full circle, um, and once the new rain got off the ground, and that was kind of running itself. You know, you get you get that need to give back when you do well. You want want to see others do well, and there's something innately in me that wants everybody around me to be okay. So um, I've always volunteered. Um, I served on the Florida Foster Care Review for a couple of years as well, and. We would do the annual toy drive down in Miami, Florida with, with Bunchy's Goodness. Um, and any child advocacy agencies, those aging out of foster care, um, dealing with homeless youth, or even just empowering young women, um, I always wanted to be a part of that. So uh, I made sure that a lot of my efforts and a lot of the work that I did with the brand, these corporations, um, would have a pathway or at least a little budget to help accomplish those advocacy things as well. Uh, so the more I master something and I see a, a gap in the market or some way that we can utilize a skill that I, that I have or that collectively a group as my company has, we, we venture that way. We go where the opportunity opens and we make sure that we have the bandwidth and the capacity to, to execute properly. So just putting one foot in front of the other, climbing very organically is how I came to, to do what I do now. Wow. Thank you for sharing. Um, and it's interesting that in college uh, you got a taste of learning and even doing uh, marketing. Uh, so launching brand products even while you were in college, a lot of things happened in college. You met your hubby in college, you said. Um, 
you started your uh, small business. So I, I actually uh, met my husband on tour. I wasn't in college. Oh, I was tour. on tour oh, okay. with um, Bacardi. I was on tour with Bacardi. Yeah. Well, I no, met him so out in the United States. Oh, okay, great, great. And then you mm-hmm. mentioned Bacardi, again, a well-known uh, brand. So you were already mm-hmm. operating with the, the big boys uh, even at that, that level. And I wanted to say, too, one of the things I, I, I applaud you for is, again, just getting your feet wet uh, in that marketing arena even before starting your small business because I know a lot of small business will start a business enterprise, but they know little or nothing about marketing. And then sometimes they Mm -hmm. fail to involve people that really do know and who can help. And uh, and so that sometimes can become a detriment to their business. Uh, But you were in there Mm -hmm. learning and growing. And then you mentioned your passion for giving back, too, so wanting to give back to the uh, community where you were. So... Yeah, thank you for for sharing that. And with so many things that you're you're doing, and this is somewhat re- a related question, but say you know I'm not sure what time you rise in the morning, but say you get up first thing, if you could paint a picture for us of what a day in the life of Jennifer Embry actually consists of. So you're mm-hmm. doing all these things. So what's a day in the life of? Well, you definitely have to um, have be very conscious of your time and have time management down, right? Um, but I also try and make my days fluid. So when I, I first wake up, I don't really wake up. I kind of meditate. I stay in that realm between half sleep, half awake, and, and kind of go through my day that way. But also um, wake up with a sense of gratitude and move forward with a sense of purpose. Um, so I'm, then I'm up and I'm making sure my kids are on their buses. And then um, after that, before I review my to-do list, I sit down, I look at the market because I actively trade in the stock market. I look at the markets, and by the time the market's open, I have an idea of what direction I want to go. Um, once those are executed, I um, start my, my day with my to-do list. I'm a list-driven person. I, I pack with a list. I cook with a list. Everything <laughs> I utilize lists every day. So it depends on, based on my time management, based on my calendar, what I'm going to work on that day. But I try and carve um, aside a time for the many things that I do. I have a color-coordinated calendar, and it becomes a routine. Um, as if I have, you know, a boss over me saying, okay, at this time now you work on this and now you work on this. And um, throughout the day, I I finish my work day, I head to any meetings I have, do any conferences I might have, and then I am, I love to cook. I make sure I have a cooked meal by the time um, everyone gets back home, by the time I get home, we're all and then, you know, after five, it's family time. And I'll have my phone on, but most of the time after five, I cut it off. It's family time. And my family's in the bed by 10, and I burn an oil because I, I think better at night. I feel like 
I'm much I'm a much smarter person at night. I haven't figured that out yet, but all of my ideas, all my, all the in, innovation comes at night. So um, I kind of burn my midnight oil cleaning up some things, um, going over things that I had done that day, and just these are the fine teeth comb almost, and um, any copywriting I might have have to do, anything that requires deep thought, I do it after 10 p.m. I know that doesn't sound great, but that works for me. And whenever I go to sleep, I go to sleep and do the same thing the next day. No, thank you so much for sharing that. You know, one of the reasons I like to ask that question, too, and I know different people give different answers, as they should, because everybody's different. But I think our listeners will agree there's always something that you can glean or grab as you talk about it, especially you, as you talk about how you go about your day. And that's why we we ask that, that question. And as you were talking, I couldn't help but think about, you know, we get this picture of families in our heads, so we all have this perception of what the ideal family or what the ideal busy entrepreneur looks like because there's hardly any entrepreneur that's not busy. But you go back to the days and mm-hmm. it's like way before your time when you think about a show like Leave it the Beaver, and we know we're going long past those days. But here we are in modern-day mm-hmm. America. So it's great that we can kind of build this picture or at least see a picture of today's woman, and especially today's black woman, and how she organizes and goes about her day in order to be successful. So I just want to say thank mm-hmm. you for sharing that, you know, your tips about the to, to-do list. And I think one thing that I've heard that most women have in common as they start out for a successful day is that time when they're in quietness and meditation. And it sounds like that's Mm -hmm. a key part of the day. But you mentioned some other things too, uh, and especially the family time. And uh, and Mm -hmm. one of the things I took note of is the fact that you love to cook. (laughs) I don't cook, but I love anybody that loves to cook because I try to find out where they live so I can invite myself for a meal. But uh, thank mm-hmm. you so much for sharing that. But, Jennifer, um, out of everything that you do, though, what do you enjoy most about what you do? It, I learned a while ago in my late 20s, I learned that I get up in the morning for work, and I, I am determined to do my work. But then I found that when I had to jump up and go to the toy drive or um, jump up and go to the children's courthouse, I was more determined. Like I really was up, and there was nothing that could come between me and that purpose. So I really enjoy um, the feeling of giving back, and I enjoy seeing the results of um, helping out the community, like all of the advocacy, all of the community outreach, and I enjoy the look on other people's faces when I convince them to participate and see the feeling that they feel when they do it as well. Um, so throughout all the things that I've done, I, I'm most proud and, and I get most excited when I bring other people together to 
you know, help nonprofits, volunteer, give back. It's such a, a good feeling. It's almost spiritual. It's, I, so that's what I enjoy doing most, like um, networking and exposing um, people to help our community. That's my favorite okay. thing. I, I know that now. Um, okay. Jumping up and doing that, it's way more energy involved. So that rush that comes from helping others, uh, I, I understand. Thank you for, for sharing that. And before we go to uh, this next commercial, and by the way, I just want to tell our listeners, if you're listening out there, we've got a few minutes left. If you want to join the conversation with us this morning, just press star and one on your telephone. We'll see you in the studio, and you can join right in with us. Uh, but Jennifer, I just wonder, and a lot of our audience wonders as well, what's coming up on the horizon for you? What's what's next? Where are you headed? Uh, well, the next thing on my calendar are a couple of events that's going to happen in uh, Miami, Florida. One is on February 24th. It is a um, an award ceremony for women in the Miami area who have dedicated um, basically a lifetime to um, public service work. And we're hosting that in Miami, February 24th. And the next event is a charity golf tournament that um, my company will be throwing, and that's going to be down in South Florida as well on April 11th. Uh, Other than that, the rest of the year would be uh, us developing this women's outreach nonprofit that we have as well. Uh, so that's what's coming up so far. That's what we have plugged in. All and right. Well, we're going to add about that. All of it. Well, yeah, you should be. That sounds like some wonderful events that are coming up, and we'll definitely add it to the podcast description. So um, just want to repeat again, February 24th, uh, down in Miami, there's a uh, award mm-hmm. uh, activity for dedicated to, is it women in public service or just anyone? Yes. Okay, so women in public women service. Women in uh, public service in South oh, Florida, yes. Yeah. Wonderful. It's well, we've got a lot of members award, down there in South Florida that may want to, yeah, certainly um, see what that's all about. And then the charity golf tournament. Mm-hmm. You said that's on April 11th. That's coming up in South Florida yes. as well? Yes. Correct. All right. So South Florida gets the benefit of uh, some great things, it sounds like. So we'll definitely uh, help help publish that. And one of the things also um, you said, too, made me think about uh, something else. Again, your uh, passion for, for women and support. And I was looking at your uh, one of your websites, and I think uh, in that effort to support women, you have sort of like a, a, a incubation kind of infrastructure going on. Uh, do you not? Could you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes. Yes. Um, so that process is after, that's initially after we have some, the enrichment has business office suites as well as virtual offices and co-sharing space, co-working spaces. Uh, And when someone um, comes on as a tenant, we do an onboarding process. And throughout that process, you know, 
I learn a lot about obviously the the owner and the the owner operator of that, and um, just it's just a little incubation period where I do a little consultation to make sure that they have what they need to start off, and if they are if they already are established and they just need an office, that's fine. But if they're there's a new company, we do a needs assessment to see what they need and. I try to get um, other tenants and even my own services, volunteer our services, to just help get this startup off the ground and get it to where they have uh, their systems in place, they have their branding, their website, et cetera. So that's one of the the programs that's not really um, advertised or on the map, but it's one of the benefits of um, being a tenant in one of our uh, locations. So that's what that one that's about. Oh, great. Well, no, when I saw that, I was really excited because uh, I actually ran a, a small business incubator for about 13 years. So I thought, oh, this is great. Oh, wow. Beautiful eye. We have to get together and compare notes. Uh, so I commit to uh, definitely connecting with you so we can have further conversation in that arena. And uh, I hope, especially in hearing about your background, uh, particularly in marketing and all the other areas that we can, um, well, we already started the conversation about uh, the marketing. So we definitely want to see how we can partner and uh, take some of the skill sets that you have uh, for and use them for NAGWIC, as you have already indicated, you have a desire to do so already. So I'm really, really excited Mm -hmm. about that and uh, look forward to that conversation or more of that conversation. So, no, that's great. So, once again, for those of you that are listening, uh, Jennifer is certainly a multifaceted entrepreneur. Uh, She's someone that you certainly should uh, get to know. And later on, you'll hear how you can reach her and um, get in touch with her, check out the many services that she has because they are Definitely awesome. But before we go on, um, oh, right, I do have uh, our hand is up for our master builder, Ms. Ann McNeil. So, uh, Ann, your microphone is open. Go ahead. I have to unmic my cell phone also. Listen, both of you, I cannot express how excited I am to hear uh, this strategic partnership, the strategic relationship that's being built. And looking forward, Jennifer, to see how we can help support your business and elevate your brand. It's just going to be extremely exciting. I have a question I always like to ask, and Jada uh, in in past has has picked up that mantle for me, but I'll take it back today, and that is this question if you would share. Uh, again and again and again, what is your favorite, uh, if you had to choose one or two, favorite book or books and why? And then after that, if you could share with us your favorite platform and why. Okay. Um, My favorite book is very, very difficult to, to answer. I would say the book that I return to the most, would be um, a book called The Master Key System. And that book is by Charles Connell. And uh, it was introduced 
to me by my good friend Beverly Hammond, and I have read that book or went back to it and reread certain passages and I don't know how many times since I've picked it up. So uh, I'd have to say that that is my favorite book for insight. Um, a book I am, I just finished reading um, The Year of Yes by Ch- Shonda, Shonda Rhimes, uh, which allows me to be a little more extroverted. So it was a pretty good book, very exciting. Um, I wouldn't say I have any more favorite books because I just, you get what you need out of books. And the ones that you really need, you kind of go back to. Uh, but my favorite platform, were you asking platform in which to get books or you were saying platform in, in what way? Uh, you know, like a software or you know, it could be QuickBooks, it could be LinkedIn, it could Understood. be yeah. Yeah. Any kind of marketing platform you use and you like it the most and why. Understood. Thank you. Um, thank you for the clarification. So there is um it's very important that after you get everything started in your business that you have systems in place. Um systems have made my life so much easier. Uh, my company, the Adora Group, basically can run off of an app, um, and that app is either Repsley or Outfield. And those two apps allow, if we are doing um, beauty beauty promotions throughout the South Florida three counties, uh, that app allows for my staff to have the map of every location they have to go to for that day. They go when they could clock in from that app. They clock out from that app. Their pictures are uploaded into that app. Recaps are uploaded to that app, expenses, et cetera. There's awards giving out in that app. And because of that app, I'm no one in the company has to micromanage the staff that's in the field. So it literally allows for my company to run seamlessly and flawlessly. So I would say Outfield and Repsley are my favorite platforms to utilize having um, merchandisers or promoters out in the field. It's just it's, you, it's a one-stop shop. Are you still And it Sorry, allows – it's R-E-P-S-L-Y. That's my favorite platform for people out in the field in order to capture um, their time. Um, it's, it's a database for resources as well, and it allows you to capture their pictures and recaps, et cetera. So that would be my, my overall favorite. Um, and another favorite that I have for campaigns, whether I'm, I'm launching something or an event to keep in track is a, a back office CRM, um, it's a black-owned company um, by Nicholas Mentor, and it's called Connectly. So, con- for, so it's for funnels and things like that. It is connect, the word connect, and then ally. So Connectly, together, um, A-L-L-Y. So that's my, my, one of my favorite platforms for, I, I use it for my tournaments and things like that. Dietary restrictions, people are able to check in. It's a really good um, software system. So those are my favorite platforms. 
that's a blessing. You have one of my favorite books, also the Master Key System. Years ago, I read it oh, about really? it, and yes, from the Pulling Hills on a history list. So, like minds, as they say, do run together. This has been awesome. I would like to. Um, not sure, Jackie, we are sharing her information on uh, on this show notes, but I wasn't sure if there was any reason we didn't have your phone number. Would you? The best way for people to reach you would be through the email and not the phone. It will probably be through um, either a DM on Instagram at okay. the enrichment. And the enrichment, because it's it's um, it's like a, a business incubator and it's based around business. The word, the last part of the word, mint, I N T, like a minted coin. So you would just at symbol the enrichment. It's the same on LinkedIn and Facebook. And anyone can feel free to give me an email. Give us an email at info at theenrichment.com. Perfect, perfect. And we'd like to share your contact information so when people listen to the podcast, they have a way to reach you. So thank you so very much. This has been a phenomenal show. And I took a lot of notes. So, Jackie, back to you. All right. No, thank you. And I hope those of you that are listening, again, we told you to go get your pens and pad when we started out the show. So you want to um, make sure you grab those. But Jennifer gave us, thank you for those questions, and They were very, very good. Um, and so mm-hmm. uh, her favorite books, and we now can add that to our book list, and that's for developmental purposes as well. So you heard about, uh, one, The Master Key System by Charles Hanel, that's H-A-A-N-E-L, and then The Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes. And I know a lot of people love Shonda Rhimes. So uh, two books, but she didn't stop there. She gave us some recommendations of some really good apps, uh, three of them, in fact. So we got The Outfield, uh, we've got uh, Connectly, and the third one, uh, what was that third one, Jennifer? Repsley. That's R E P S L Y, Repsley. And that one is a great one for, again, those field teams that are uh, out there. So, again, uh, wonderful things. You'll want to save this podcast and be able to listen to it again. Listen, we're going to have more conversation with uh, Jennifer. We've been talking with uh, Jennifer Embry. She's a marketing expert, entrepreneur, coach, all of those things. And we'll be right back with some more conversation after this short commercial. We are so excited to have you listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction blog talk radio show. Please call, text, or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash NABWIC or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Don't forget to follow us by liking our page and post your questions or comments. And ABWIC's intent is 
to always go into the high schools and colleges to encourage our young black girls and women to enter into the construction industry and to take interest into the STEM programs that are offered. We encourage you to listen to this show or past shows on the Internet by logging in at www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C. Thank you, and we're back. Yes, and we are back, and we have been talking to the awesome Jennifer Embry, investor, entrepreneur, global trainer, consultant, producer, coach, and so much more. So before we get back to Jennifer, uh, though, we just want to share with you some news that you can absolutely use. And so the big thing that's on our calendar, the NABWIC calendar right now, is a remarkable opportunity to connect to learn and grow, and that's through NAVWIC's annual meeting and reception that's taking place in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. So you can head on over to our website, nabwic.org, or to Eventbrite, and you'll see reception and annual meeting. Uh, that's January 24th to the 26th. So you can be on the lookout for a spectacular free kickoff reception that's happening on the 24th. That's where networking meets celebration. Then uh, we've got our strategic meeting on the 25th. That's where you can dive deep into strategy and collaboration uh, with the NAVWIC organization. But then also don't forget our billion-dollar luncheon and transportation contracting opportunities and talk a little bit about that in the beginning where we'll be recognizing our woman in the spotlight, Ms. Donna Barry. That's again on the 26th, and you're going to hear from um, some great speakers. And as she said, not about million dollars in uh, contracting opportunities, but we're talking billions. So reserve your spot. Reserve your spot. Be a part of that event where industry leaders, innovators, and entrepreneurs come together. That's uh, January 24th to 26th. So head over to the website or to Eventbrite. And that website, once again, nabwic.org, and you can take an opportunity to become a member of NAWIC. Join the women in the red, the red shirts. So there's a join now or uh, become a member. Just click that button, and it's just that easy. But for right now, let's get back to Miss Jennifer Embry. Jennifer, uh, thank you once again. You have shared so much on this uh, first half of uh, this conversation, and I know we're getting um, close to the uh, the uh, half hour, but I do have a couple of more questions. Uh, Anne has already asked one that we would don't mind. Just tell us uh, again if you had uh, if you were just starting out again, is there anything that you wished you would have known before starting out? that you didn't know back then. Oh, wow. Yes. Um, yes. Um, one of the things that I, I wish I had known, um, because this is a while ago when I started off, I wish I had known about business centers and community centers that help small businesses. Um, this is me running a business without even, you know, being registered with the SBA or, or having any contact or networking with the SBA. So I'd start with the SBA and branch out to um, 
customized business centers or local business centers that can really help develop the business. But I, I wish I had known about those resources. A lot of it was me, again, like figuring it out, grabbing the next thing to keep building up. And um, if I had known about those things, I, I just feel like I probably would have maybe scaled a lot sooner, um, but probably made some um, – had just had other resources and been able to delegate a lot better. Uh, so I would would definitely say I wish I had joined an organization for mentorship um, even before I actually started so that I would have my head around what it is it would entail and the type of commitment it would take. Now, it's interesting that you should say that, again, without a uh, mutual uh, involvement with uh, incubators because uh, that's one of the things we do hear businesses uh, say that if they had that support and resource in the beginning, they could have mm-hmm. been like five times uh, ahead of things. And uh, so, yeah, business centers, uh, resources, especially like the one uh, Jennifer has, she mentioned other resources, uh, SBA, you know, and even NABWIC. Uh, we encourage businesses mm-hmm. not to go it alone, you know, and you don't have to go it alone. And that was one of the things that I guest said on uh, last week, too. There's lots of resources out there to help you, but you just need to get connected, to, you know, be involved. And, uh, and to that, in, uh, Jennifer, I want to ask another question, too, and that is um, tell us a little bit about why you decided to become a NABWIC member. And how that I I met Anne uh, through a a business a Florida Women's Business Center down in in South Florida years ago and she has such great tenacity and determination that um, she introduced her program but the initial meeting was more about helping others develop. Uh, but I ended up circling back and becoming a member last year because I recently been added as a CFO of my uncle's company, PCI, and he has a dump trucking company. Um, and before, with the brands that I have and the companies that I have, I did not understand that NABWIC was for women in business as well as for women in the construction industry. So I had to kind of wrap my head around that. And, and once I, I saw the fruits of the labor and saw how expansive NAPLIC can be in its utilization of, of just bringing in and incorporating those women who are consultants as well as business leaders who, who do things outside of construction but are able mm-hmm. to get them into network to where they can supplement and actually help um, the other companies companies inside NAPWIC. So once I understood it was kind of like a um, a mentorship or a community for all, um, and because I was on my, my uncle's um, board as an exec, I, I joined, and I'm just excited so far with the, the mentorship that I've gotten even thus far with speaking with uh, Mr. Barnes and Don in the NCR area in the National Capital Region. Um, so um, I'm just very excited about it. It was 
I'm, I'm sure I can take my uncle's company to the next level, uh, especially with the government contractors. No, thank you so much for sharing that. And uh, it also brought back the fact, especially when you talk about NABWIC being not only for uh, women in the construction industry, but women in business, period, and the expansiveness mm-hmm. that it entails. So I met Anne when I was running the Small Business Incubator, and that's been over uh, mm. over 15 years ago. And uh, so when I met her at the incubator, we had a uh, cluster of construction companies, but other companies as well. And uh, and that's where the idea for having a local chapter there in Nadwick, it wasn't uh, birthed there, but she certainly uh, helped. She came to speak to our CEOs. And so long story short, one of the things that captivated me was just what you said. It was for women in business, not just women in the construction industry. It was very expansive. And that's why I've been a part of the organization now for going on 15 years. So, you know, that's been uh, quite a long time. And uh, so I just want to encourage our listeners out there, if you are listening and you're not a member, uh, yeah, you need to really, really uh, check it out. But listen, you said also, you mentioned Gerald Barnes, and I know he's kind of wiggling in his seat to say something. Gerald, I am so sorry, uh, but your mic is open, and uh, go ahead. I know you want to say a few words uh, before we close the conversation. Well, today I'm sitting here nice and calm. I'm not <laughs> running around the room. I'm not bouncing off the walls. but definitely excited about being a part of the listening today, and the power that you and Ann and Jennifer really just sent out through the waves. You want to have people just playing to their, their devices, their computers and their phones just to see how to continue that mission of being a part of NABWIC. And I'm glad that I um, saw the vision and will stick with it to the end of the end and then probably come back after that. But it's really some strong energy, and everyone should really take full advantage of the fact that somebody's going to give you a hand up and not a hand out, but they'll hold you up too, though. So, Jennifer, thanks for taking the time out to really connect with us, and we look forward to tomorrow and the next day that we really start doing that thing called business. My pleasure. So thank you, Gerald. Thank you so much. Uh, Listen, we are going to uh, go ahead and get ready to wind down. But before we leave, Jennifer, uh, there might be some last comments or thoughts that you want to leave with our listening audience. And so we want to give you space to do that. I think we already mentioned, and it's on the uh, podcast description, if you want to get in touch with uh, Jennifer, all her uh, social media handles are there. The, at uh, the enrichment uh, is the best, mm-hmm. I think, right? Social media uh, yeah. tag to use for you. Um, so, if you want to say anything else about that, but l- what last words would you also like to leave with our listening audience? Well, we would basically circle back to 
what we kind of talked about earlier, which was an aha moment for me that took probably over a decade to understand, is there is help out there. Um, while we're taking the time to develop our product or our brand or our entrepreneurship journey, um, I would, whether you're at the beginning or you're well on your way, stop, take the time, and find a resource that can help you. There are, you have a tribe. You, you don't know it yet, but you definitely have a tribe. You definitely have people out there that are willing to help you because as an entrepreneur, it could be a lot, especially in the beginning, doing everything on your own. Um, and it's just one of the lessons in business I had to learn was delegate, but not only that, um, get a mentor. Definitely get a mentor, delegate, and look for those resources whether it's your Chamber of Commerce, um, NABWIC, uh, a local business center, SBA, reach out, get that help, because it will definitely pay off in the long run. Great, beautiful. Thank you so much. Uh, advice well worth heeding. Um, like she said, there's help out there. There's plenty of it. So, And this goes beyond your your lawyer and the CPA that you're going to get, you know, for your technical support. There's many things, and she mentioned uh, mentors, a lot of other organizations. There's NABWIC, you know, and, and even when you get into NABWIC, and this is one of the things our master builder has always been great at inter- introducing us to. Once you get into NABWIC, it's not just about NABWIC. It's what other organizations are out there to help you, to support you, to give you uh, these opportunities. And uh, so, again, just remember, like she says, there's help out there and you're not alone. So that's our hashtag for today. Pound, help is here. So uh, thank you so much, Jennifer, for that. And we got to have you back on the show uh, at another time to continue the conversation. And we look forward to seeing you in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, too. So I I look forward to meeting you in person. So that is going to be so exciting. And so for all of our listening audience out there, you can count on listening in and being with us again next Wednesday for an, another exciting show. So thank you for listening in. This concludes our show. Thank you for listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. For more information about NABWIC and our membership, please visit us on the web at www.nabwic.org. We are the voice of black women in construction. Have a great and prosperous day. may be recorded or transcribed.
Hold it, Jack. Hey, hey, so this is Ann, Gerald, um, Jennifer on. I texted it to her, so it might take her a minute. Well, anyway, we'll go ahead and open up. Father, we thank you for this day, for uh, speaking to us and telling it to be good to us. And so we receive our blessings on this day. Thank you for the podcast that just occurred. And we thank you already. We know it has been a blessing to many. Um, we thank you and we appreciate you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So I did hear the okay. Jennifer. Okay, go ahead and go in. No, I'm
Yeah, we only have so much space. Yeah, we only have so much space in there, and that's why we hadn't been putting it in there because it only lets you do so many words. So by the time we get, you know, Committee. 
I think we're going to have an event call tonight, right? That's about five. Uh, yeah, and I'm not sure about... Oh, it's going to be about five. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to be on here. But, um, but I am, um, you know, trying to get the... Um,
Yeah. 